0: This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fuck's Given, the one with Sophie from the Cock Destroyers. (laughs) It feels so good, like, off the tongue, like, cock destroyers. Oh, we have been waiting to get Sophie on for so long. I am so excited. I mean, we have to say ex-cock destroyers, right? (gasps) It's over.
1: The rain has gone.
0: Oh, my God. And I don't quite know, like, what happened with that, so I'm so excited to get all the tea. Yeah, we are going to get the scoop.
1: We're going to get knee-deep in what went on, so please stay tuned for that. But first... A little update from both of us. What's been going on in your life at Ansa?
0: Yeah, I actually have a really exciting update for everyone. And I was so excited when this happened as well, because I was just like, finally, oh my God. I got laid. <laughs> Yay! Woo! The crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild. <laughs> I had sex for the first time since my breakup and it was a long time coming. I think it had been over 2 months after the breakup mm-hmm. since I had had sex and that is quite a long time for me. Uh, yeah. Like that's a long. Re- actually a really long time for me because I'm I've got a very high sexual libido. Yeah, it was it was uh, you know, it, uh, at the end of it it was getting quite hard I was looking for the looking for the shags and nothing was really happening and yeah basically it was so unexpected as well I think that's why it's quite like a fun story just because I had absolutely no idea that that night was gonna end in me getting laid hey
1: best kind of fuck the
0: best kind the best kind so yeah uh, last weekend I ended up going to that house party that I told you all about that I was scared that my ex was going to be at um and I found I found out before I went that he wasn't going to be there um oh, freedom, and the I, relief. I, I, I had decided as well that I wasn't going to go if he was going to be there because I just know that would have turned out so badly um because yeah. I am one of those girls who cries especially with alcohol
1: yeah I mean there's no no shame in that
0: whatsoever like it happens to all of us like we have all (sighs) I thought I was over this stage Mm -hmm. like that that, t- like, type of wasted and crying, I thought I was over that. But at the grand old age of 30, yeah. I'm still crying when I get drunk.
1: It's like when you can't turn off the waterworks, that's when you're just, like, for fun. Yeah. Like you're
0: even crying, you're just like, can can we just stop Can we now? please stop yeah. this? And and that it, it happened. It happened on that night as well. Oh, I got fuck. to a point where I was just so wasted at this party and... So I think something happened that just like made me feel really like lonely and like alone and I was just like for oh, fuck's sake I can feel it brewing and then like obviously the tears just came up and I was like fuck I'm just sad because when you get that drunk your control has just completely left your body. Mm-hmm. It's like and your suddenly... body's expelling the alcohol through your eyeballs like you just exactly can't, you just can't. And I literally had one of those moments where I like took myself out into the garden or my friend put me there. I can't quite remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, instead of dancing, I mean, crying in the middle of the dance floor. Um, and I just remember sitting there and like not being able to stop the tears. I think I was even talking to people and like having conversations. But <laughs> just stopped going down
1: it's like you know that really elegant when you're like when I cry I want to just be able to like look beautiful and just the tears fall and you know that's when it's like it's not even real crying it's just alcohol
0: tears because you're just like
1: you can continue but the tears just keep flowing
0: yeah I mean I'm very embarrassed like it was not the party that I wanted to have that moment at because I was trying to impress a very cool crowd yeah fuck (laughs) and so there was this really nice guy there um who I know through friends and I actually asked him if I could talk about the time I got laid after the yes. breakup
1: yes <laughs> yes this is so important we need to normalize talking uh, about sex to other people and be like are you cool with
0: this right brand? and he was okay. he was just like of course send me the link when it was out and I was like this is the best response so ever I loved it so yes. much I was like this is so yes. cute mm-hmm. um such a turn on <laughs> mm, oh my god such, I was wet for you so um yeah we were just like hanging out at the party and I definitely just thought it was super super friendly because um he like led me to the dance floor at one point and like we were having a really good like dance with each other but it was just like it was so like vibey and like When it's like a friend's friend, like you just, you don't really think like, oh, this is gonna go somewhere. Mm -hmm. You're just like, this is a very friendly thing. Towards the end of the night, when we were all like super drunk, like it started getting cold outside and he put his like arm around me. And like, I was like, oh, this is so nice. Like, like, this cuddle is so nice. And like, he felt really nice to touch. And like, we had good, like, you know, he smelled good. So it wasn't like, there was nothing off-putting there. Um, yeah. <laughs> <and> <laughs> but I still just thought it was like a genu- genuinely thought it was just like a friendly thing. Yeah, we um, weren't I getting no tell. sexual vibes. No, I couldn't tell that he was into me. But I think I'm, my radar is just so off mm-hmm. for figuring out if people are into me now. Like I'm, I'm just not. I'm, I don't get it
1: out of touch you're out of touch, so out 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 touch.
0: <laughs> yeah so I guess by the end of the night I was just I'm really enjoying this like arm around me and these like little cuddles this is really nice like he's such a nice person and I was just like everyone was going home and it was like 5am or something and I was like oh do you want to come back to mine for cuddles because I just genuinely that 100% was that was all I thought that it was going to be
1: Yeah, and it's also good you stated that as well. Like, you want to come back to mine left open and that could be misinterpreted
0: if you were like, cuddles, straight up cuddles. So yeah, we got back to mine. I took him up to the rooftop show him the incredible view from my roof. Um, And that was really nice. And then we got back into my bed and we cuddled and the cuddling was really nice. (laughs) And the cuddling turned into like, stroking Mm. and like i was like fuck i've not been this close with someone for a really long time and obviously like every single little atom in my body started like bouncing (laughs) (laughs) around because i was just like oh i'm next to a man and this could like lead somewhere yeah um and I think we were just both getting that vibe that the cuddle was turning like a little bit sexy Mm -hmm. and i think i looked up at him and then it just turned into a kiss
1: nice (laughs) i mean yeah that's the way it's gotta be
0: yeah and it was just i was so like shocked at what was happening because i just wasn't expecting it at all that i just found the whole experience like so fun and funny Um, which was like a really nice way to like jump into like the first time that I had sex because it felt so safe because it was someone that I really was just like this person's such a genuinely nice person and like I know that they're not here for the wrong reasons they're not like trying it on with me like he honestly I think would have cuddled me all night if that's what I wanted yeah Um,
1: that's perfect
0: and yeah he was an amazing kisser so like obviously the making out (laughs) sesh (laughs) <laughs> then turned into more, um, and
1: don't skip on the details, Bay. What do you mean, more? What happened? <laughs> Was there um, any oral?
0: yes there was oral and then yeah i went back in i set the mood lighting got my like pink glow on in the room and like put some nice music on got the sexy vibes going yeah it just turned out from like turned from making out into him going down on me and that was quite funny actually because i have quite high expectations for oral sex yeah and, like because because i love it like i love people going down on me he started out quite like slow, kind of like, I guess, like teasing me. But at the, at the beginning, I was like, hmm, it's actually so bad. I'm like so judgmental when people do stuff to me. I'm like, where is this going? And then suddenly, like something clicked or whatever, like the teasing stopped, And he was just, I'm just going to go fully in. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is... And it was... It was- <laughs> but also, my friend was here, so I was trying to be really quiet, but I'm not hmm. sure if I really... Um, I think I might have failed at that but it was really it was a shame because I love having like a loud orgasm and mm-hmm. I really tried to have a quiet orgasm oh, but so it also it just like it makes it like not as good being like quiet but Stifled, also kind of hot no. at the same time
1: yeah no it's, it's really weird it's like yeah physically it might not feel as good but like mentally I think it's yeah. really hot trying to trying to stifle it yeah it's a bit of a weird one
0: yeah, and then I guess we swapped the oral. Like, I went down on him. And I do have to put my hands up here because in my drunken state, I don't think I communicated very well in that moment. And mm-hmm. I didn't really ask him, like, what he wanted or what he liked. Um, so I think I just, like, went down, like... <laughs> like, i just... I feel like in, the, like in my drunken state I was just trying like all my moves out you know yeah. and like not really checking in and being like does this feel good for you like do you like this or whatever and I felt really bad about that the next day because I was just like fuck like I might have just been like way too intense for him or like that must I don't know I was just a bit like you know like anxiety the next day mm-hmm. oh um, my god yeah the worst mm-hmm. but then I did I did check in about it with him because I was just like hey like I just you know I always want to like make a really safe space with sex I feel like it's my responsibility to like communicate and stuff and he was just like it was absolutely fine like no no issues um nice but yeah and then then we had the penetration Mm. um (laughs) it was good but I was so I was so drunk that like the whole thing was just so fun. I was really enjoying myself, but I think like by the end of it, cause we were just both so drunk and I was so tired. It was like 7am in the morning or something yeah. that I may have just been like at a point, just like sort of flopped over and been like, I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um it was a really great experience Mm -hmm. and I was like I was really scared actually that the first time that I hooked up with someone after the breakup that I was going to feel really sad Mm. or like have like loads of emotions come up or like just feel some type of way about it but I think because that he was he's such a great person that it just made it feel so safe, so friendly, so fun. And like the next day, me, him and my friend all like chilled on the sofa and watched like New Girl together. And I had like, oh, my so head good. like snuggling into him and it was just really nice. So yeah, I got laid. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a really perfect, like safe experience.
1: And that's what you need, especially mm-hmm. after Everything that you've been through Um, I think a lot of people hide away from sex But sex doesn't have to be this like Awful idea of Mm. fucking someone And then a lot of confusion And a lot of hurt It can just be really nice You just have to make sure you're doing it with the right person Somebody that isn't pushing constantly for sex And somebody who's like Willing to take their time with you Which is perfect This is my last recording
0: (gasps) In this room for a while In the
1: UK, oh my days I'm going next week shit so excited for you baby it's gonna be great i've We're got gonna a date hopefully... lined up in canada already oh my god stop please <laughs> you're gonna have to voice note me everything or save it for the podcast
0: yeah i changed my location on field so i've been checking out toronto and la <laughs> fuck really really exciting i'm yeah it's going to be amazing. Well, we're super excited to hear from Sophie, so yes, let's, let's bring her on.
1: her on. Woo! This is going to be grand.
0: I'm so horny.
1: Oh my God, Sophie! Woo! Woo
0: Yay! Yeah. Hey. She has arrived! Oh my God, you have the best energy yes. ever. The best. <laughs> You've come on
1: looking like a golden ray of sunshine with such literally beautiful purple tits right now in your purple top.
0: Oh, oh. Bloody hell, Sophie. You could <laughs> knock someone out with those. Seriously.
1: <laughs> uh. That's for those boulders there. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, my lovely? How's your day been so far?
2: Oh, my God. You know what, babe? You know, it's so funny. I am so, like, all over the place, right? Because... <laughs> I cannot say no to like <laughs> opportunity, and mm-hmm. I don't like how can I fit this into my day? And um, yeah, I'm always like, right, I'm here from here to the net. And then, of course, I'm so sorry that I forgot my mic, but I'm so happy <laughs> that this worked. I was like, thank goodness. <laughs> yes. Well, we're
1: just so grateful to have you here because we know you are such a busy babe. Um, yes. And we've been meaning to talk to you for a while. Of course, we've we've just been following everything that you do and we love everything about you. So thanks again for coming on. Oh, my God, no, thank you for having
0: me, this is (laughs) so awesome. So for our curious fuckers who do not know you, would you be able to introduce yourself to them?
2: Oh, my goodness. Well, first of all, hey, wonderful guys and girlies and my non-binary friends, I am the Sunday, Sunday queen fuck. It's a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My little viral video. And of course, it all started from the Cop Destroyer. Oh. Myself and Rebecca Moore. Oh, yeah, babe, get that coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it all started from the viral video with me and Rebecca getting six more dicks for a gangbang. And then the Cop Destroyers kind of like. I mean, it was the LGBTIQ community. Mm -hmm. They've just exploded, and we were going from place to place. It's the cock destroyers, and it was absolutely awesome. So, do you know what? I think I would describe myself as a real sex positive
0: beacon. So, what actually was the cock destroyers? And how did you and Rebecca work together?
2: Do you know what? It was for me, it was a sex positive movement. Two, it was two women loving dick, going out to get that dick. You know, no fucking shame, and that is the most powerful message ever. The Cockstrawers movement is—it was—it meant the world to me.
0: What sort of content did you do together?
2: So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know so we did like first of all it's like the gang bangs and then we did like cop destroyers kind of skits Mm -hmm. and it was then um kind of slags of suffolk (laughs) on youtube and it's it's great it was do you know what it's really great and um and like rebecca's gone on to do obviously her own things as well and it's all still part of the cop Mm -hmm. destroyers it really is but you know, we've just gone on different paths, but we're still those fucking cult destroyers. Yeah. And um and it's absolutely great. And now I've started the Sinners up with Damien, and we've got our own clothing range. Um, and yeah, and I'm still going out and getting that <laughs> babes, getting that on oh, dick, it's bloody brilliant.
1: <laughs> That's very empowering because I feel like a lot of people think that women who want cock that much, there's something wrong with them. You know, like there's they're they're just doing it for attention, which is just again such a negative stereotype. Like it's okay if you just want your whole life to be around cock. Like even if um, and I I can't remember if you said that you were bisexual or pansexual. But even as um, me being pansexual, just wanting cock so much and then feeling like, oh my God, I'm letting my team down because I just really want fucking cock. Like, I don't know if you ever feel like that with the imposter syndrome. It's like, I can't be pansexual if I just love cock so much. But it's like, of course you fucking can. You can love it all.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pansexual myself. And, and it's great, Do you know what? I just love, Fucking yeah. everyone.
0: How did um how did the ending of the Cock Destroyers affect you? I guess like you must have this must have been quite a traumatic time.
2: Oh my god. Yeah, and and, and do you know what as well? There are on Totally honest, mm-hmm. and totally honest, there's no no hate towards Rebecca or, or anything like that. There really, really isn't. Mm-hmm. I um I felt that I needed to go out on my own. And I felt because Rebecca is a wonderful powerful businesswoman she really is and and on, honestly is there was it was just times that I felt that I couldn't really be myself like oh it was the reputation of the cop destroyers, it might get affected and you've got to take that down and and um then I met Damien, he said, You just gotta be who you wanna be. He said, You do what you wanna do. And I was like, right, okay, I think this might be a new journey for me then. And and I know Rebecca wanted really wanted to do her own project. She went on to do her escorts and she's done her YouTube and but honestly, um we've gone on two different journeys now. The cot Destroyers will never end. Yeah. yeah. We're all fucking cocked and (laughs) destroyed. Do you know what? That door is always open. I still love her. But do you know what? I just felt myself... At the time, I felt I needed to go on and do something for me. And and that that's the truth. And um and yeah, and I met Damien and um yeah, things things did change. Um, but you know what? I'm still me. Yeah. I'm still doing what I do best. <laughs> Since the cock destroyers,
0: are you in a kind of like porn couple with your partner?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's also, awesome. and we go and we go and see everyone, like um, you know, we've got it isn't like so people think that I'm not allowed to do stuff, and and that's not the case at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, I'm the one booking everyone in. So, um, <laughs> but we love we, you know, we see we want to see, and I love it. I fuck men, I fuck trans women, I fuck trans men, I fuck girl, you know, and so does he. And and do you know what is fucking great? Oh fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> We've been so
1: proud of you. Like the fact that you were a pretty much an overnight sensation where you got picked up by the LGBTQAI, like you've been on RuPaul as like the frock destroyers. You've just been, you've exploded. Like I, I can't remember a time I didn't look at my phone where you didn't come up as a meme
2: where you were just there just like oh my it was just so beautiful to see yeah and you you know what throughout babe as well is it's like i said i'm just being Mm me and and you know but there's a lot of hate yeah Yeah, i bet because i'm quite out there but do you know what i turned 30 Mm -hmm. and i got onto twitter and but i will say before that I will say that I was meant to feel very ashamed for what I did for a living. You know, I was it in porn then. I was in the sex industry. I've been, um, you know, an escort or, or prostitute or whatever you want to call me um, since I was 16. And I am not ashamed of that now. In fact, I celebrate myself going, do you know what? I am a powerful money woman making money through yeah, sex. doing
1: what you like, doing what you enjoy and making that your career.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And do you know what? It's, it's not the easiest choice of career. Oh, no. You've got to be mentally strong. There's things that you're going to go through that aren't so great. And you've got to be strong, whether it's, you know, clients not paying you, or you get mugged, or you get beaten up. You know, I've been through all those type of things. But it's definitely a career that you've got to be mentally, mentally strong in. Because um, at the start, I was very naive. I thought everybody was like really nice. Yeah, and- there's something
1: very strong to say about having, you know, like optimism and positivity radiating. Because even if you come across absolute dickheads and cunts like, like we all do, still, if you try and see the best of the situation, you
2: can't really go wrong. That is mm-hmm. so true. That's and and do you know what? Recently, so so it is funny. I've like had so basically, I'm shadow banned on Twitter. Oh, I've had my Instagram fuck. taken away, now, and now I've had my OnlyFans taken away. OnlyFans. <gasps> <gasps> <Danny gasps> what? what? Yes, the hell? So I'm not making any money at the minute. Oh shit! But do you know what? You take from this is the fact that one, it isn't all about money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking difficult. And I've had to go right. These are the bills I'm going to pay. For the minute, mm. and those are the ones that could just wait a minute, you know? And that's the kind of the way it is at the moment. But from a lighter point of view, is the fact that you've got to carry on and you know I could either I will be honest. last week I had a week of real kind of mm-hmm. like low like real depression um, you know there was the chance that I would you know I really fancy because I had a, a cocaine addiction before oh, I was thinking I could, <laughs> I could <laughs> numb myself that might be a good thing just to try and get through this but no I, I have the feelings I, I, then, I didn't go on antidepressants either not that that's a bad thing because I have been on them before but they just didn't work for me. Um, but I could numb it with Coke, and I did, No. So I went those feelings last week of feeling totally fucking shit. Um, <laughs> um, but this week I was like, right, the only way is from Rock Quantum is to bloody get up there. Now stand up and and get the website. So I've just set up um a little website from and um, using um model mm. centro. So you've got mm-hmm. fan centro, which is kind of the fan base and then you use Model Central as kind of just setting up yeah. your own website and on that reading into it I could put anything on there so because OnlyFans has really banned you from doing any public that includes on your live shows um water sports you know hard sports vomit and that's all the things that I kind of do it's what I really enjoy um you know get, get a bit of vomit in there babe you know when just are <laughs> yeah. fucking on that <laughs>
0: wait so OnlyFans doesn't like any of that stuff wow
1: no man there's so you can't even write torture down like there's there's so many things that are banned on there. even right. if it's like orgasm torture and
0: I'm Actually, like torturing
1: yeah. myself to yeah, be fair there's, there's, there's so, so, many so many words limits.
0: there's so many words that are off limits I can't even write, oh. when I want to put like something about lactation I'm like I can't even ever I can't even write that word it's yeah. really random as well it's like what why oh, golden
1: sometimes I'm like yeah I'm feeling golden um and then it's like no 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 that's golden shower that's not okay and I'm like oh for fuck's sake kink shaming yeah They're kink, kink
0: shaming,
2: shaming. they got their
0: mindset and cool. they're wanting it then <laughs> yeah exactly <gasps> oh fuck fuck <laughs> fuck <laughs> Sophie how did you, how did you get into porn kind of like what why did you get into it and what inspired you like why do you love doing
2: it so basically i turn just was coming up to 30 and i thought do you know what i need a change of career so i sat down my my son at the time was so that was three years ago he's 14 minus three so he was 12 and i thought right i've been in the sex industry sh- like shying myself away because i didn't i love what i did but i needed a change so i sat down I, I was with my family, my dad at the same time. And I said, look, I really need to do this for myself. I want to be out there. I know I'm good enough to be on film and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do this for me. And do you know what? I haven't looked back. It's been absolutely awesome. So I did like a 24-man gangbang. Get in there. <laughs> get in there, All over my bed. And I'm like this this I was meant to do this that's so good as well you need your niche as well like I I think a
1: lot of porn porn like performers and porn stars they they like porn but a lot of them go like oh I don't really want to do the extreme stuff but if you do enjoy the extreme stuff like there's nothing better than doing what you do as a job but loving it yourself of course like it's just like any other day sometimes you're not going to love your job and other days you're going to feel so empowered but fuck me if you're doing like the craziest shit out there it's only sustainable that tells you it's wrong if it's who you are then that's just more valuable oh than anything God, you can so, have
2: so true dr- and do you know what some it, the funny thing is I, I I'm very very insecure in myself so I'm, I'm very I feel mm-hmm. you know sometimes I feel I just can't you know I don't feel good enough and and the thing is what porn's done for me is actually given me confidence Right, so Yes. Yeah, Sophie is on, and that's what I say to you. I see this like little force field, blue force field around me, and that's the soap. And I'm like, boom! Here's Sophie in the gangbang, taking all this. You know, you know. So... Great right, adding two yeah. sides to me. We have the softer safe, and I do, I love, and I really care about people. And as soon as safe's on film, boom. So I, I guess,
0: like, when when people think of porn uh, like this as well, I think there's also, like, the question that comes up is, like, are the people involved in this porn? Are they there for the, like, do they want to be there? Do they want to be part of the gangbangs? Is it ethical? So, like, what are your opinions on ethical porn?
2: Um, do you know what? I. I, as long as it's consensual, do you know what? As long, Mm -hmm. I always feel, as long as I'm there, I've been told what I'm going to do. I've been told who's going to be involved. I I know what's going to happen. Then no problem at all. Now, as long as it's not hurting anyone and they are there.
0: They're getting paid fairly as well.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. yes that is exactly it i've even actually how funny you say that there's a couple of girls who have just come in, into the industry and you know they feel that they've got to have their prices really low really low mm-hmm. yeah and, tell you what yeah you set your price and you keep to it you keep to it i'm not gonna i'm not Do you know what i'm not gonna do double anal for 300 quid no you shut (sighs) off this this is my body and i'm gonna keep it how i want at the end of the day i don't need them they need me these companies need me i don't need them Mm -hmm. and and that's the thing and we're trying to work as a team you know especially like when i've been on set i'm not just gonna let the guy have a floppy you know (laughs) <laughs> struggling, it or struggling to come at yeah, the end. We're there as a team. Like whether I'm massaging his fucking feet or giving him a suck to to right, babe. We're gonna make this come. But um, it can be like you know eight to ten hours on a fucking yeah. team And and the thing is, is that models should yeah should get fucking paid. We're th- we're there. We're working hard. Our bodies are tired. Sometimes, like when I've done a double, like when I've done a double anal scene, I need a week to recover you know yes. so especially if i've done a double anal dp next day double anal D, and then i need time to recover so you need that money for the time to recover <sighs>
1: I mean the sex industry will have also given you the power to be your own businesswoman and to do the things that you want to do not just the confident side of things because it is fucking hard like being your own businesswoman being your own business person but also in an industry that is mainly run by men where you don't really have much of a leg to stand on when it comes to if if there are issues especially like when you're dealing with mental health which most people do regardless of what industry they're in and thank you so much for being so honest about that because it's hard as well well because we have stereotypes revolving around the sex sex industry sex workers that they're they only doing it for mental health issues and that's just not fucking true is that's an evil stereotype that gets paired together to try and justify why people might be doing it it's like well no mental health just happens anyway poor mental health let alone like people are allowed to just want to get in the middle of a fucking gangbang and get come everywhere regardless of whether their mental health is
2: fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ben, i want to mm. be fucking wallpaper pasted today yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you do it. you have
0: like a favorite scene that you've done um
2: oh it, i mean it's definitely the gangbangs. do you know what i really enjoy so although i'm a switch i'm I mostly mm-hmm. enjoy being being a sub it's Yeah. just getting fucking ruined just ruin me like I fucking love, like, and that's so it's, it's absolutely great. Yeah, I absolutely, but anything that's kind of a bit taboo as well, um, yes. I absolutely love. So, yeah, I, for me, I do enjoy scat, I do enjoy vomiting, I do. Enjoy- sport sport. you know I I enjoy it like me and Damien did a scene and and I was puking all over his coat with banana (laughs) oh my god yes (laughs) oh so empowering to hear so many
1: people shy away from like the hard sports the vomit the piss and it's like that's just kink shaming like it is another part of sex that we should be fucking proud of and enjoy and just be like okay that might not be for me but you fucking go for it you enjoy yourself especially if that's your niche I mean Not many people do that. Like, it's just if, if, do whatever makes you happy. And if that's vomiting all over cocks and like fucking snorting lines
0: of shit, do it. (laughs) Snorting lines of shit. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. I love so much. This actually leads on really well to one like this new segment that we've, we're reintroducing into the podcast, which is called Your Fuck Off Story. And it's a story that's like your wildest sex story. You, it's like your party party like pleaser story where it's just like yeah what was that really really like
2: fuck off moment so i i like i um i went around this guy's mm-hmm. house right and um, basically i basically basically had a real fetish for like bugs and this is one of my favorite stories like so basically i go in there and there's a real smell of poo. Oh, right, right okay so this is quite a turn on anyway so i go in through the door anyway he's got all these bugs everywhere in all these containers he said what i want you to do he said i'm gonna lie in this kind of like sleeping bag pour them all in and he said go upstairs so i go upstairs there's this fuck it, that he saved as shit oh. over about the last month. Stinks. Go downstairs. So anyway, he said, "Right, what I want you to do is pour it all on yourself oh. and then put the bugs in there and we have to zip ourselves in. So fuck it. So I get in there, all the bugs are fucking going around. I've got all this shit all over me. We fuck, he comes. And he's like, oh, my God what have I just done? Of course, I'm still there fucking whoring as fuck. I'm like, this is like, my face got bugs fucking falling in my hair, shit's all over me. I'm fucking still playing there. And he's like, get out. Oh, I've just come. I've just come. I said, I haven't finished yet. He said, I've just come. I've got bugs all over me. I need to go and wash this shit oh. off. And that realisation when he just come, I was like, what The fuck you want about? So we went upstairs. I'm there playing my fucking vibrator, and I'm like, "Fuck off!" That yes, fucking hell. <laughs> and I come, and then I was like, "Fuck it,
1: I'm fucking off now." <laughs> that is in- fucking incredible. You've just mixed two huge, like, very niche fetishes there. Oh my god! I know that feeling that the guy had, though. You know, like when you have a fetish and you, you just you, you it. You might even hate it, absolutely hate it, but that's the thing that turns you on the most. And so as soon as you come, you're just like, I need to get out of
2: this right now. Like this, done. It's soon as I orgasmed, I was like, actually I'm covered in shit too. I'll pick up a wash <laughs> and fuck off to fuck the hotel.
0: We, we just had an episode that was like, everyone's like the curious fuckers fuck off story. And I think, I don't think anyone's ever going to be able to top that uh-uh. story. You've topped that. That is like the winner. Bugs, human shit
1: in a sleeping bag. Wow. Is he a regular client? Do you get to see him again and play again?
2: I think he was so traumatized. He never told me I said that. He never wanted me oh, up again, you know? But that's
1: because oh, he's so like, you know, so he's so ashamed
0: of that kink that he was just like, I need yeah. He obviously had this idea in his head and he'd been prepping for this for so long. He had this idea yeah. and he was just like, this Perfect. needs to happen. So he organized it. And then once it happened, he was like, okay, I've done it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, never again.
2: Yeah. It's like he lost my ah, fucking numbers. Okay. So. <laughs> oh shit
1: fucking hell i feel like uh, yeah i mean with extreme stuff like that you watch it in porn and you love it in porn and you just don't know how it's going to relate in reality because a lot of people they you know they they think that the porn that you watch and the fantasies you have in your mind is the exact same as the reality and then when it actually happens they're like oh it's either very different or again traumatic
0: (laughs) oh my god i hope i hope he wasn't traumatized (laughs) Jesus yeah and you were just there fucking love this oh my god yeah it's this one for the fuck off wank (laughs) bank Sophie what is what is your biggest kink or fetish
2: oh so it's it's definitely um actually being pooed on um, amazing I, I mean <gasps> Damien did it to me the other day and we filmed it and that and I'm like babe because I love him being dominant like holding my neck while he's shitting all me. oh like, my god
1: that's so incredible like I am so proud of you for just being so honest and open about it. that as well because it's so hard to talk it about
2: is. yeah do you know what I like being shit on <laughs> you can't say that yeah. to everyone I'm <laughs> like oh um, I don't think you should be saying that at the dinner table. <laughs> oh fuck's sake. And people are just like,
1: um, are you okay? Are you okay, hon? Like <laughs> <what>? <laughs> freaking out. It's just like, fuck me. But like, that's just it. What turns you on is something that you can't necessarily control, especially if it's a fetish. It is something that is like hard coded within you. You can't get rid of it, you can't escape it. It will always be there. You may as well fucking fuck own it, it. Isn't it, babe?
0: Fuck it. I I heard a story. Fuck I heard it. a story once of um a couple who Froze their shits and then use their frozen shits as dildo. De-
2: <laughs> oh
1: yeah, the fuck. Of, yeah. <laughs> you have to be so careful, though, right? Like frozen, even if it's in a condom. Imagine that, like you know, when it's semi thaws and you've got that up stuck like inside you, and then you get like the the freezer burn on your pussy. Like, no, that's too dangerous, freezer man. Burn, I, I love. I'm him. not.
0: I'm not gonna lie. <sighs> this does freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> this is too far. This is too far for me. Oh my God. These kinks and fetishes are way more common than people realise. And I think it's one of those things that people get turned on by something that they are really disgusted about, I think. Or it's like, it's so yeah, disgusting. Yeah, a lot you're of like, the time, Fuck. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's where a lot of kinks and fetishes really come from. But it's it's. Yeah, I think people always get very shocked in terms of water sports and hard sports because they're just like, I don't understand like how someone could like that or like why would that be sexual in any kind of way.
1: Which is such a shame, because like with my with my fetish, I feel like it's a bit of like a people accept it more, like because I, I have a fetish for tickling. But it's still the same thought process, you know? But like people see it as like, oh, that's really cute and innocent. Um, but it's the same thought process. Sophie and I have the same thought process about our fetish. Like it's the exact same, like the shit that happened to us when we were younger, how we felt about it growing up, how we feel about it now. It's the exact same. It's just they're two different acts and two different things things and yet i'm treated like oh that's really cute and sweet but then as soon as it's something else it's same with like feet for example people are like oh feet that's that's like so gross and it's like well or it could just be oh i'm I'm the same i love feet like all over it please
2: oh my god oh my god I lick Damien's all the time I'm like please let me massage your feet
0: <laughs> people never believe that you can have orgasms from like other parts of your body but people talk about footgasms all the time now
1: all the fucking time I mean I can have ticklegasms I literally can come from tickling just like
0: fuck it's insane <gasps> Well, Sophie, thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Where where can people find you on your social media?
2: So, um, although I'm fucking shadow banned, um, it's Sophie A. Slut on Twitter, um, Sophie A. Superstar on Instagram, and SophieAndersonXXX.com, and Damien's is Damien Oliver, XXX.com, um, and DamienOliverXXX on Twitter. And of course... We got our fuck it line. Yeah. It. <laughs>
1: of course, if anyone is listening to this podcast and wants to see the fuck it line, just go to Sophie's website or check the whole video out on YouTube. But Sophie, it's been an absolute pleasure yeah. chatting to you. You're absolutely amazing. Thank you.
0: Sophie. You are incredible.
1: Um, yeah thank you for being so honest as well because it's like, so hard some of the topics you've talked about like mental health like drug addiction like dealing with the sex industry in the way that you have is is hard <laughs> to talk about but so needs hearing so thank you so much we can't can't thank you like, enough so, I love you. you so much, <laughs> so much. <Love laughs> yeah. enjoy the rest of your day and i hope you get I loads do. of cock <laughs> Bye, my <God>. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Wow. What? Holy shit. <laughs> I feel like I've met my like my spirit. Like the person that is just inside my head that I've still been reserved to be
0: like. <laughs> I am still shook from the shit bug story.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm fascinated. I'm like kind of into it as well that she's so into it. I, it yeah. Just, why is that such a turn on? I fucking love her. Her energy
0: was... Like, so, like, wow. I love, like, what what an episode. What yeah. an episode, Curious Fuckers. Goes down in Curious Fucker history. This, this one does, yeah. for sure. And if you don't, if you don't know the Cock Destroyers, then go and look up all the memes right now. Yeah, immediately
1: search them up, see what it's about, see all the original videos because they are incredible. And also, yeah, massive shout out to Rebecca as well, who is the other half of the Cock Destroyer. We had an yes. episode on of her. Um, probably like last year. So if you just search Rebecca Moore. Way,
0: like two years ago, yeah, really. Sure. Oh, is it?
1: Oh, of course, just yeah. fucking COVID just like took a chunk out of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, go and check out that episode because she was incredible. Um, yes. And definitely. of course, check out Sophie and all of her content and support her if you love what she's about because that's yeah. just the best thing you can do.
0: Also, if you have your fuck off story, if, if you think you could match, can you beat it? Can you beat Sophie's fuck off story? <laughs> Or maybe if you think you might come close please email it in at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk.
1: Oh, please. I love, I need to hear more of these stories. Fucking
0: love the fuck off stories.
1: <laughs> and of course, if you want to follow us, we are on as Come Curious on all social media, including Instagram. And you can watch this whole episode on YouTube or listen to it on your podcast what? platforms.
0: What, what? Oh yeah, and make sure that you leave a rating and a review because this gets us seen and heard by so many more people and you know the message that we are wanting to promote is a good one yeah, so imagine it, share though,
1: it. like we're on like the front page for apple podcast talking about shit and bug get it. oh imagine get it there changing curious the fuckers
0: you could be like we you could get us there
1: yeah part of history part of be sex, part of scatting fucking.
0: history history <laughs> mate I get love. us to the Apple homepage number one in the charts oh, please Beat all, right. all those other podcasts that talk about sex we're
1: better we're better we're like we're like the filthier version aren't we <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, we go the whole way so curious fuckers we will see you next Thursday I mm, love
1: you all so much enjoy your poos
2: <laughs> crowd network A place where you belong.